Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast, Dating Down God's Way with Tolu Falode. Yes, yes, I haven't been on here in a while. Actually, I took a break from all social media platforms. And, you know, to be completely honest with you, I, I needed that break. It has been a busy, busy year. Um, I just really wanted to come on here. I was trying to figure out what is the best way for me to share my reflections in 2019 with you guys? What is the easiest, most honest way for me to share my reflections? Usually I write a blog post. I did that, um, I believe in 2017. And I think I did it in 2018. You can check out my website, tolufalode.com for those. But this year that did not feel like my most honest way of communicating. So I decided and it hit me right on the head yesterday when I was thinking about it. Just talk, share. Um, this is the most honest space for me to share right now when it comes to what 2019 has taught me and what has been going on in my year. Okay, and it's ending tomorrow. Um, this is the 30th of December, 2019, that I'm recording this. I promised myself that I would do this before we step into a whole new decade, which is 2020 in less than 48 hours. So I'm just going to share a couple of lessons that I learned. Um, I hope this helps you. I hope this encourages you. We are all on this journey of faith together. And if you would like to learn more about my um if you would like to learn more about some of the topics i talk about mainly relationships then i suggest you join my instagram page at fan the flame this is going to be completely unedited okay because i just want it to be as honest as possible so you're going to hear every little glitch i make and every little thing that i say every little sentence i don't finish and whatnot um because i just want it to be very honest and very raw and very real so let's just get into it. Now, what I want to talk about, first of all, is God doesn't work according to your schedule. Now, this, this is a massive lesson. And I think that as a Christian, you learn this in different ways, in different shapes and different forms. There is no particular A and B point where you get to, maybe you are waiting to get married at A and then you think that there is a B when you do get married and you feel like you have gone through some obstacle course to get there. I am starting to discover it doesn't work like that with God. What it actually is, is all about your relationship with him, growing in the knowledge of yourself through him, trying to make sure that you absorb every little thing that he brings across your way and have the most genuine experience of it without trying to treat every little thing like a test okay sometimes it is just an experience sometimes he genuinely just wants you to enjoy that space you are in not everything is an exam even in school they don't give you an exam every day there's midterm there there are holidays you know and there are testing times it's the same way in this journey of faith so whether you are waiting for a career change whether you are waiting for marriage whether you are waiting for children whatever it is you're waiting for, I just want you to understand God doesn't work according to your schedule, whether it's career building, purpose related, faith related, relationship related, just walk with him. Okay. Just walk with him, try and absorb that space, try and live in that moment, 
try and make the most of where you are at right now without trying to come at it from this one angle of, oh, this is a test, this is a trial, so I must be doing A, B, and C. No, I want you to get in the headspace of, you know what, what does God want me to learn from this? What can I enjoy about this experience? Um, how can I contribute in this particular space I am in? That is a much more genuine way to make the most of your relationship with God this season. And I thought it was important I say that because, you know, everything test and trial, test and trial, but that's actually not the case. Sometimes it's just all about living in that moment and enjoying it and trying to see what God is putting in your heart to do in that space and what he is trying to grow through you in that particular experience. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is you don't know everything, even if you've done it before. Now, there's something called ITK, and it means I too know. Actually, this is something my late uncle, Brother Shaib, used to say to me a lot when I was younger. That is, when I was, um, he passed on when I was 10 going on 11. So he said this to me around the time I was in primary school. And I too know means that you think you know everything. You're always the one that raises your hand in class. You're, you're always the one that says, no, this is how you do A, B, and C. This is not the way you do it. You're always the one that says it has to be done this way. If it doesn't get done this way, then it's not the right way. That is what ITK means, I too know. Now, you cannot be an ITK. You don't know everything, even if you've done it before. I want you to try and learn from where you are at, even if it's something as basic as walking, okay? Even if it's something as basic as running, try and learn from what you are experiencing about your body during those moments. I started this exercise. Um, I used to do it way back when I was in um, Ireland for my undergrad. I would walk to, I believe I was in A-levels at the time. So I used to pass this garden, um, this park, um, and I would walk through the park and I would try my best to absorb the little things like the pond, the docks, the trees, the leaves, the foliage in general. And I noticed it changed my experience a lot because I'm this kind of person that I'm very tunnel vision kind of minded okay like I focus on one thing and I try and drown out the noise I drown out everything else but what I'm getting at here is you can live in that space of learning again relearning renewing your mind be transformed by the renewal of your mind taking a fresh perspective on something that is routine for you taking a fresh angle on something that you have done time and time again and have taken on a somewhat mundane nature um second nature to you try and take on a new angle and try and learn and listen in that new space you know it, it changes your experience okay try and take a different angle to every day okay try and take a different um perspective to what would otherwise be a routine task now what else i want to talk to you about is friendships aren't always comfortable but they do force you to grow now something i'm going to start in the new year god willing is i'm going to have some people on here um sharing with you all so we can all learn together and you know i can share as much as i can not through not only through my own experience but having some amazing people come on board to share with you and one of the things one of the topics i'm going to be dealing with is friendships because i believe god plans friendships in your life in your life differently like he plants seeds 
in your life differently. Let me put it like that. I know I, off the top of my head, I can, I, ha- I can see my friends that I know God has sent into my life to serve a particular purpose. And I'm sure a name or two come into your mind as well. So I want you to understand that friendships are not always perfect. They are not always comfortable, but they do force you to grow. And I want you to try and look at things from your friend's perspective. It's not always from your perspective. Try as much as possible to understand the other person's viewpoint. Try as much as possible to be there for each other and to get to know one another. Stubbornness is not going to help anybody. Um, and, f- you know, if you, if, you, if you both make an equal effort, iron sharpens iron, okay? If there's equal effort, equal amounts of accountability, then you should try your best to learn from that friendship and to let that friendship help you both grow. Now, Something else that I learned in 2019 is a word of encouragement goes a very long way. Okay. Now, with relation to myself, in relation to myself, um, I want to say thank you so much to all those that have sent me messages in the forms of emails, DMs, YouTube comments, just saying a word of encouragement about how the videos have helped you, the messages on Instagram have helped you. Um, how YouTube has encouraged you. I got a particularly encouraging message this month. Um, and I will share that at some point. I am just trying my best to get back into things, just to be very honest with you guys. But um, it's very important that you give a word of encouragement to your friend, to your sister, to your family member. Just let them know, hey, you're doing a good job. Okay, I'm really proud of you for seeing that through. I really respect you for going through with that particular challenge. A word of encouragement goes a very long way, guys. So it's very important that you not only listen to when someone gives you a word of encouragement and try and soak it in. Don't try to make excuses. Don't try and deflect. Don't say, ah, no, you know, I couldn't have done it without you. Just soak it in and say a simple thank you. And also give a word of encouragement to others. Give a word of encouragement to your friends, to those that you, to your loved ones, to those that you know need it. It helps a lot. Now, another thing, a powerful lesson that this year taught me was books, reading and reading and reading. A lot of answers, let me tell you, are inside books, like seriously, a lot of answers are inside books. Everything that you want to learn, you want to discover, like this year, I decided to start reading books a whole lot more. And that was through the recommendation of one of my mentors. And it was just life-changing. In so many ways, I think I'm still trying to discover. I read books on um, finance. I read books um, for on fiction. I read nonfiction books. I read books on um, um, self-development. Some of the books I would recommend to you are Everything is Figurable by Marie Folio, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Smart Money Woman by Arise, Girl Stop Apologizing and Girl Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis, um, Baba Shaggy's Wives, or I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. These are just some of the books I've read. I've read about, give or take, 10 books this year. Um, That's like a book a month. And some I'm still reading. And it has just, honestly, the information is still processing in my brain. But it has opened my eyes in so many different ways. I learned so much about finances. I learned so much about self-development, about habit-improving techniques. I learned 
so much about um, spending time trying to, you know, understand how to push forward in my purpose, in my passion. And another thing I also recommend is podcast. Okay, this is something I do when I'm on my way to work. I listen to podcasts when I am, you know, running an errand or maybe I'm doing my nails or I'm getting my hair done. I listen to podcasts because I found so many gems in podcasts. So I would recommend that you get into reading and listening, listening to podcasts. Just do it. Like if you're struggling with finances, pick up Smart Money Woman by RSA, reach that poor dad. They're amazing books to get you started. If you're struggling with self-development or trying to figure out how to set up your business or trying to figure out how to take the next step with a particular career move, everything is figureoutable by Marie Folio is pretty good. And then there's this book, Nice Girls Don't Get the Corner Office. I forget the name of the author, but it's also a very good book to read. Now, this also applies to you guys if you are listening. Now, moving on, even if it fails, okay, I learned this year to get up and try again. Now, what this means is some things do not go according to plan, okay, and as we all know, life doesn't always go according to plan. This is something that actually I have personally experienced, but I have learned to take a step back and I am learning this because it is not easy. I'm learning to take a step back, reevaluate and see what I can learn and change and how I can grow from this experience of, you know, things not going according to plan. Maybe a project went sideways. Maybe it did not go as well as you hoped for. Maybe something did not happen when you expected and so on and so forth. It is important that you do not let that determine how you view yourself and how you view the work that you have put in. What I've discovered in this journey with God, sis, um, and if you're listening and you're a guy, what I have discovered in this journey with God is God builds businesses differently. That's something I know very personally, and that's something that I, ha I have discovered in my own walk with him. So what I have discovered is he, he's very emphatic about not despising the days of small beginnings. He's very emphatic about giving you a lot more substance and structure to make sure that the foundation is right rather than pulling all this, you know, um, pulling all this, um, all this scaffolding in place. God is more concerned about the, the bones, the meat of what you are building. And he will take you through some steps and he will take you through some nooks and crannies to make sure you get that substance. So even if it fails, get up and try again. There is value in failure. It is something that I am learning. There is serious value in failure. You, you think differently. You start to look at things from a fresh new perspective. It humbles you in a way that forces you to gain wisdom. So I want you to look at every opportunity that hasn't gone according to plan in your life and write down three things that you have learned from that experience. There's always something. Failure doesn't leave you without a lesson. That's why I say there is value in failure. Now, what I want to talk about next is it is important to take a break. Amen. Okay. So I am a bit of a workaholic. Okay. Now what that means is I like to work. I, I, I am one of those people that I, even in school, I would read all these books. You know, my, my, my fellow classmates in high school knew this about me. 
Um, it was one of my it was one of my nicknames. I would read all these books. I'm a strong believer in hard work. I'm a strong believer in putting everything you've got into it, putting some skin in the game, making sure that you give it your very best and then some. So I believe in hard work. I believe in commitment. But this year, I I I kind of stretched myself a bit, and I discovered that in the process, I needed to take a break before I started breaking down. So that is why I say it is so important to take a break. And that is not a mistake I intend to take with me in the next decade, which is why I'm just saying this to you guys, whatever you're doing, schedule time to just be yourself. Even if it's a day, even if it's a couple of hours, just schedule that time not to do anything, whether it's just to sleep all day, have a lie-in, whether it's just to, you know, go out, socialize, enjoy yourself with your friends. Sometimes you just need some R&R, okay? You need some rest and relaxation. You need to be by yourself. You need to not be doing anything. You need to be lazy so your body can rejuvenate, so that your body can, you know, get back into the rhythm of things. So it is really important to take a break. It's something I learned this year. And this kind of leads to my next point of traveling and exploring. Even if this is your own backyard, you do not need to, because this is something I hear all the time on my Instagram page at Fan the Flame. Oh, what if you don't have money to travel? You're thinking too far, sis. You're thinking too far. Go and visit the new restaurant that just opened. Go to another town, um, you know, that is next to you. Go and visit that new mall. Go and watch that new film. Just explore. In, there's, take a new subject. Take a new class. Do something different. For me this year, that took on many shapes and many forms. Some of you know that I traveled. Um, if you're on my Instagram page, I shared a lot on my Insta stories, which is something I intend to do a lot more next year. So if you're not following me on Instagram, please and please follow me there. You will always find me on Instagram at Find the Flame. That is the main way I communicate with you guys. So if you're on my Instagram page, you will see that I shared my, my um, trip to Mauritius with you all. And let me tell you, that was one of the best decisions I made this year. I needed that break. It really helped me a lot to just enjoy myself, okay? And I'm really grateful that I was able to take that trip. And I thank God that I was able to go through with it. Because one thing I've discovered is planning can lead to paralysis. So don't over plan. Don't be thinking. And it was so important to me, right? It was so important to me that I do not fall into that space of saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to this place. I'm going to go to that place. But I never actually do it because I know that that is fair speaking. That is fair speaking in the language of deception, saying, oh, you're going to get it done. You're going to get it done. And then it never happens. So it's very important that if you plan to travel, then travel. If you plan to explore, put a date on the calendar and go. If you plan to go somewhere, put some money aside and go. Like give yourself a deadline and stick to it. So it's really important that you take a break and you travel and explore and live your best life now. Okay, that's something else I learned this year. It doesn't matter if you are single, please continue to live your best life. Okay, it's something that God has been strongly revealing to me in my own personal journey of walking with him you are complete okay sis you are you don't need a husband to complete you yes the husband and the kids will come and the ring and the marriage will come yes yes that is all well and good but do not make that your altar 
exist. Do not make that your, your, your place of sacrificing your desires. Oh, what I mean by that is, oh, I won't do A, B, and C until I get married. I won't travel until I get married. I want to do A, B, and C with my husband. You can do it all now. You can be in these places right now. You do not need to wait for a partner to go and visit that city. You do not need to wait for a partner to start learning that new language, to start picking up that new skill. Live your best life now. Learn to, let me tell you, there is confidence. There is so much confidence that you will discover about yourself when you take this approach. Now, this is something I want to mention to you guys. And at some point, I think I will discuss it in depth because I think it's a cultural nuance as well, which is do not let family dictate your dreams. Now, what I mean by this is if you're a Nigerian, if you're an African, you know that you grew up in a household predominantly where you are told you can either be a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer, maybe a banker, but there are kind of lines that have been drawn in the sand for you to take. Now, it's very important that as you grow and as you mature, and, you, and I think it's very important to, for me to mention that in my own personal walk, a lot of my confidence, a lot of my self-realization, my self-discovery has come from that place of knowing who I am through the eyes of Christ. Now, what I mean by that is what has taken me to places I never thought I would be in. A, a huge testimony for me is, and if you've been walking with me long enough on this journey, you know that I shared about the New York bar exam. I, I, I did not see myself doing that example. Apparently, God had it in the cards for me. So what I mean by this is it's important that you allow yourself to see where God wants to take you. He, he has given you a vision. All of you have a vision. You can't tell me you, you haven't seen flashes of what you want to do or you haven't heard whispers in your heart, in your spirit of where you should be or that project you should start focusing on or that business you should start paying attention to. We all have it. So don't let your family dictate your dreams. They can help you frame the picture. Now, what I mean by that is, yeah, you can discuss with your family depending on the kind of family you have because you also have to be protective of your dreams and you also have to make sure that your family is not in a position and even your loved ones do not suffocate your dreams because dreams are very fragile and you need to protect them especially in their infancy so what i mean by you can let your family help you frame the picture is they bring a dose of reality to it like okay you want to be a singer you want to be a writer okay fine that's all well and good what is the game plan how long are you going to be at your career how long are you going to be doing your nine to five how are you going to sustain the side hustle where are you going to start writing what are you going to be working on where are you going to start working to grow the skill as a writer as a speaker and so on and so forth so that's what i mean by they can help you frame the picture but they shouldn't be in control of how those dreams begin to manifest. Let me tell you something. Your God knows more than they know because God has given you the vision and that means he has equipped you to know when to move and how to move and where to move and what to move into. Your family do not have that kind of revelation, but what they are, are they can be destiny helpers. Once again, I'm going to put this note of caution into terms. It depends on the kind of family you have. So it's very important that you pay attention to this in your own journey. Do not sacrifice your dreams on the altar of pleasing your family. Now, make mistakes, okay? You will learn from them a lot. Allow yourself to make mistakes. Everybody's going to make mistakes. Even when you think you've done everything perfect, you are going to make mistakes, but what you do not want is to live in regret. Now, there's a huge difference there, and this kind of ties into the whole family structure thing. What I mean by this is maybe 
you want to please your family members so you give up your dreams of being a writer you give up your dreams of um, going into business and you decide to face the corporate struggle and the corporate life um, you know the corporate lifestyle now this is not to put down anybody that has decided the nine to five life is what they want that's all well and good for you but if that's not what you want and that's what you find yourself doing because you want to please your family then what you are doing is you are going to build a, a house filled with regrets and you do not want to do that you want to be in a space where you can make mistakes what i mean by that is go for it now i'm not saying that you should drop your nine to five not have any source of income and chase that dream of being a writer without a nickel to your name that's not what i'm saying i'm saying put a realistic plan in place um put some goals um, in, into the framework, start walking, start making progress, start taking some action steps to make it happen. So make mistakes and you'll learn from them. But what you do not want to do is live in regret. Now, another thing I want to talk to you about, especially, especially my single sisters, please go out more. In the name of all that is good, go out more. Please oh, go out more. <laughs> Meet more people, socialize more. Um, don't put yourself in a position where, oh, I'm an introvert. Don't let that word imprison you. Go out more, even if that means just going out a little bit more than maybe you went out once before every single month. Make it twice. Socialize more. Meet more people. Put yourself out there. Okay? And now we're going to start to round up. So what I want you to understand is success is by no means a straight line. It has a lot of failure written across it. Now, what this means is you want to be successful, but you're going to encounter failure. There's no how you are going to be successful without falling along the way, without stumbling, without stumbling along your way. That is how you get experience. All those scabs, all those you know, injuries that you get while stumbling towards success is how you get experience. And I want you to help in whatever way you can and go farther than others. Okay, what I mean by this is change starts with you. If you see something wrong going on in your immediate environment, speak up about it. Okay, I had an experience. Now, I wasn't sure I would share this, but I'm going to share a little. So I was at an airport on my way back and um, there was just this, all this hostility with some of the airport um, security staff and I called them out on it. I could have just walked away from the situation. I could have just you know, allowed myself to say, you know what, it's fine. If this is how they want to handle A, B, and C, then that's all well and good. And I could have just kept going. But I thought, no, this is wrong. If somebody else has to go through this, it will be wrong. So I called them out on it. I said, you know, you could have handled this situation better. This is how you could have better managed it, A, B, and C, and so on and so forth. So what I have consciously started doing in my own life is instead of just saying, oh, that was wrong, I have tried to put myself in a position of saying, actually, what can I do to make this situation better? Even if it's as simple as maybe giving somebody directions that looks lost or helping somebody carry a bag because they're, they're a much older person and they look like they're struggling or trying to give a word of encouragement or calling people out on something that I know is going to be wrong if it happens to someone else because the way it was handled when I was in that situation was entirely unacceptable. I have just decided to start living in my own words. So if it is wrong, sis, brother, do something about it. Say something, especially 
if you know that it will make that person better it will make the situation better change starts with you now this is where i'm gonna end this whole my sharing of my 2019 experiences so what i want to tell you in summary is this year I want you to look at what this whole year has taught you and if you can, what this whole decade has um, left you with um, and the lessons you want to take into the next decade and where you want to be in the next decade. Let's step into the next decade with more, how would I put this, with more um, focus, like let's step into it intentionally. Where do you want to be in the next couple of years? Where do you want to be in the next year, in this new decade? What do you want to have changed about your life? Start thinking about these things. I know it's heavy, but it's important that if you have a dream, sis, my brother, if you have a dream, I need you to start pulling it pen to paper and putting an action plan in place. So I promised myself I would do this recording before the 31st of December. And I'm going to put it up like this, all raw and real. And I will say this, from next year, the majority of my content will be on Instagram at Thunderflame. The majority of opportunities to be able to work with me and to be able to be in a community where I can help and mentor you more will be in the Wife in Waiting community, which is a community of sisters that I mentor on topics relating to how to position yourself for the right man. We talk about everything surrounding relationships. Now, the Wife in Waiting community up until this point has been open every single month, apart from this month of December, because I took a break um, and I just needed to take time to restructure how Fan the Flame is going to progress moving forward, how this business and ministry will move forward. But I will announce that from 2020, the Wife in Waiting community is going to be my primary mode of teaching and imparting and, and helping you as a woman of faith move forward on this journey of learning to wait the right way and making the most of this journey. And it will not be open every single month. So if you are interested in joining the Wife in Waiting community and having access to my audio teachings every month, as well as a PDF guide every single month, and you're also interested in being part of a WhatsApp community for support, then I encourage you to send me an email at tuluatulufalade.com to learn more about Wife in Waiting as a community it is 10,000 naira each month to be a member that is $28 and if you are interested in stepping into this whole new decade completely different you are set and you are completely determined to change the way you approach your life as it is right now that is I'm talking to my sisters that are going through a heartbreak again I'm talking to my sisters that are in a dead-end relationship as you are listening to me you're looking at that man knowing that this is not for you I'm talking to my sisters that are at a crossroads with their purpose and they are and they are struggling with trying to figure out what the next step is for them commit to joining this community so I can help you now if you would like to join this wife and waiting community the waiting list is currently open to send me an email at tulu.tulufalade.com and as I said you can learn more about my work you can learn more about my teachings on Instagram at Fandaflame and you can also check out my videos on YouTube at Tulufalade. God bless you have a lovely lovely new year bye